0: Well, hello, hello, hello. This is Straight Talk with Ali Love from your most, most outrageously awesome girl MC ever. (laughs) Hi, hello, good morning, everybody. I trust your day has been going well. This is another time, another day to have an episode of Straight Talk with Ali Love. And today's topic is... A bit unusual and very special. Um, today's topic is going to touch a bit of sore spots. First things first, I'd like to appreciate those people who have taken out time to listen to my podcasts. It doesn't matter if it's just one person, if it's just two, I I do not take you for granted. Thank you for consistently listening. Thank you for encouraging because when two people listen and they actually encourage and they push, it means a lot, a whole lot. Thank you very much. Um, I'd like to talk about something that. As the Lord dropped in my heart, you know, um, one thing I have learned about this journey of having a child with special needs is this, and I'm specifically making this podcast because I will drop links in some educational platforms. I'll drop links and I hope people, particularly teachers and educators and school owners will listen to this. Before I start this conversation, I'm looking back at the time when I needed to get a school for my son. I remember the emotional stress that came with it because, um, you know, apparently those kind of kids were not normal kids. You know, somebody at a certain point in my life, I have heard people say things like, What's the big deal? Why are you making this a big deal? It's not a big deal. I've heard things like that. I've heard people, you know, say things like that to me. And I realized one thing. I've realized also that. It is a big deal. We're in a part of the world where... The moment you're different, you're given different labels. You're called satanic. You're called unusual. You're seen as uh, possessed. You're, you know, everybody has an opinion about what you are when you're different. And, you know, I remember I I did a write-up on Instagram where I said, particularly, if as a matter of fact, I strongly believe now that every individual has a trace of autism in them. Personally, I can't stand them loud noises. And you know, as I I, as I grew as I've grown up, I begin to understand better. Maybe because God has put me in this journey, you know, and I understand better. But I get uh I, I tutor kids online, so when I am online and I'm teaching. And a child changes the background of their screen. It destabilizes me. At that point, I can't concentrate. I don't know what happens to my mind. It's just I have to, you know, quickly tell the children, put put your background back to normal. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm a grown adult. I'm almost 40. And I have this... And I have this, um, reactions. I need you to replicate these reactions to a child. In our culture, it's okay for, look, I will say this and I will say this again. The last um, doctor's appointment I went with for my son, um, you know, we were encouraged seriously not to hit our kids, you know, and and all and i remember that i stood up yes and i said there's a difference between beating your children like like they're criminals and actually spanking them there are two differences between it i spank my kids ooh i i am a disciplinarian by nature my my my, my nieces my nephews they don't joke around that light oh. <laughs> Um But I'm also one of the most loving person they would, because it's not coming from a place of malice or hate or just wanting to inflict pain. I'm also one of the most popular aunts in, in their circle. They're constantly wanting to come around me. You know, my son can be quite an handful, really can be an handful. He plays a lot. He has a healthy playing appetite. So he, 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 there are times he goes around. And since his little sister joined our family, my son has developed this need to play with her. His playing with her might be a bit hard. So we, most times I'll tell her, tell him, play gently with Camilla. Play gently with Camilla. Unfortunately, Camilla is now the chairman of playing Rough too, because she also is attacking him. The rough housing. The age difference between the two of them is six years. Camila is two, Kurede is eight. So, but they're rough housing. And yes, I get worried that Kurede might hurt her sometimes, but then I just don't ever want him to feel like you can't play with your sister. So of course I'm coming in constantly. I'm watching them go gently, don't hurt your sister. Ah, Kamila, don't hit your brother. You know, that's the newest song and dance in my house. I went on a platform. I, I followed their stories. It has to do with education. Anything that has to do with education catches my attention. And, you know, a woman had, re- had um, on CPE platform is on Facebook. And um, a woman had re- retold an experience she had in a bus or something where a child hit the slapped a mother, a three-year-old child, slapped a mother. And a man apparently wow. intervened. And asked why she, why she had done that, and you know, when she when he, when, when when she asked why he had, when when he asked why she had done that, that why can she not caution the child? The mother of the child got up and told the man that to apologize to her daughter. That why why is he shouting at her? Apologize to my daughter. She doesn't like being yelled at. You know. And, you know, the African in every mother and father on that platform came blazing. The last few weeks have been a bit wonderful personally for me. And this is the reason why I went to the hospital with my son and I met a a young boy of about 18 oh! it took four grown fully grown men to strap down what happened a drug overdose apparently the boy was out of it he was trying to get away he was having a mental breakdown what did he take they just you know i don't know what he took when he was able to break free he attacked his mother at that point, every parent is thinking, ah, they didn't train this child. And that's why I would put this out there. That when you have these children, pray for your children. See, it's not enough that you can shout. It's not enough that you can yell. It's not enough that you can uh swing from the ceilings. It's not enough. Pray for your kids. Pray for them. A lot is happening. I'm not- I'm coming from a place of watching these young people go down the drain and watching that parenting has failed. Being a mom of a needs child can be very frustrating. And as a matter of being a parent, being a mom can be hard. So imagine when you have to be more It's not a quick fix when you have to hit your child all the time. It's not a quick fix, fix. Something is wrong. See, recently I sat and I was thinking in my mind, there's a vicious circle, cycle we have as people in us. Uh, we were beaten as children. When we grow up, we will beat our children. It's just the way it is. See this spanking I'm justifying. The spanking is light spanking or light tapping because I have a memory of, I think maybe I was 15. I can't remember. I actually ran away from home at 15. Why? I found out that. My mom at the point was obviously an overwhelmed mother who just did not know how to deal with all of us together. I was growing, I was different, I was thinking differently. And so, yes, I was quite naughty, I was getting into trouble. The trouble I was getting into is not the trouble these children are getting into, so forget it. My own trouble was maybe maybe probably I was telling lies, maybe probably I was doing, you know, some naughty things. Uh, I wasn't hanging out with friends. I wasn't doing all of those, you know. Maybe I was being disobedient. I didn't do household chores on time. So that was their own idea of getting into trouble. I I wasn't passing well in school. I wasn't doing well in school or something. And I remember that my mom beat me so hard. Look, I love my mom. She's one of the strongest influences in my life, but... I can't forget that incident. My mom beat me so hard that when after a few days I looked at her and said, You can't be my mother. You didn't give birth to me. And she was like, Ah. And your mother? I said, No. I didn't know better. There was nobody influencing that statement. There was no. I said, a mother should never beat their child the way you beat me. And of course, that statement, still got me whooped. My mother, now, before you judge my mom, let me give you a bit of a backstory of Omotebi. My mom's name is Victoria Omotebi. Ogubemi, ne, Before she died, she had, she bore my father's name. Um, Soba. Okay, so, my mom was thrown out of her home at 16. She was almost raped at 16. My mom was on the streets for a while. Um a mother had left an abusive marriage and left my mom with a dad who was very abusive at the time was beating on her, steadily calling her mother a witch and that she was the child of a witch. Um, my mom, of course, loved her siblings. I was trying to, you know, to protect them. She was trying a lot of things. And, you know, I'm trying hard not to break down in tears right now. So I, I crave your indulgence. My mom was coming from a cycle of abuse. She became a child bride at 18. My mom was married by 17. At the age of 17, she was married, I think. 17. She had a first child by the time she was 18. The child died. And not almost immediately, she got pregnant for another child. My eldest brother. And she didn't know better. She didn't have any influence around her. In fact, the fact that she could be such an amazing mom is kudos to her because... Years down the line, this trauma caught up. She didn't know how to react to a lot of things we did. And most of this, because she didn't know, there was nobody to help. She passed on some of those traumas to her kids. Unknowingly. Parents, we are our children's first point of call. Oh God. If you understand your spiritual value. It's it's taking deep healing to get to where I am today. It's taking and this healing hasn't stopped. It's something I am still working on. When you beat your kids, it's because you were beaten as a child. And that child you were beaten is going to grow up. To beat another child, to beat their own kids, it becomes vicious. It becomes... Now, this generation of young children we have now, they're not built like us. This generation of children are more in touch with their feelings than we ever were. They're more expressive. We were never allowed to be expressive. Nobody gave us that. We didn't have that. So this generation of children, you know, at a, I was of a school of thought, I said they're built different, they're weaker. I said something like that in my mind. And then the Holy Spirit said, no, they're more in touch with their feelings than we ever were given liberty to feel. And so when you, my little girl, my two-year-old daughter, she... This morning, a um, uh, grandma had a leg stretched out. And, you know, she was running, of course. My daughter runs. She runs really fast. And so, you know, she stumbled. And she turned around and just told, grandma, come on. You know, your leg got deposed." you know. And, I and I was and, you know, grandma was responding in Yoruba. and was saying that, ah, uh, you didn't know my room. I shouldn't stretch my leg. And all that, you know. It was a joke. But I wouldn't have done that at age two. I have vivid memories of my age too. I actually have one memory I never forgot. Somebody referred to me as ugly at age two. I remember who the person was. The person was my dad's tenant. I remember this vividly. I never forgot. It stuck in my mind. You have no idea how much it stayed. She had referred to me as ugly. She said, I didn't look like the girls in the family. I looked more like the boys. I didn't forget. Words are powerful. Actions have consequences. I didn't forget. And the reason why it comes back... Thank God that I have a very strong level of self confidence. Self confidence I have had to work hard to get. The days when I need reassurances, too, don't get me wrong. But I'm imagining that if I tell my two year old daughter, you're ugly, she will remember. If I tell my two year old, my eight year old son, who I feel, you're not enough, he will remember. And those things will scar them. Mind you, we're in a generation of children who are very in touch with their feelings. At the same time, as parents, discipline is key. You cannot go about not knowing how to discipline your children in this new generation. See, I remember years ago as a classroom teacher, I would tell parents that were coming into my class. Extracurricular activities. Swimming. You know Nigeria now. We do everything in a flamboyant way. Swimming, uh, music, dance. Children enjoy these things. Extracurricular activities should be privileges for children who had made, who had actually scored points during the academic year or during the last previous term. This child did very well during the last term. Okay, oh, you did so well during the last term. What do you really want me to do for you? Oh, me, I want you to pay for my swimming lessons. But a child is not doing so That same child is not doing so well academically. And you have the child in taekwondo. You have the child in swimming. You have the child in music lessons. You have the child in a football club, a red club. A No. I am going to teach my children that they will earn. They will earn it. Privileges will be earned. You don't do well in school. I take away your swimming lessons. I do not necessarily have to beat you. Hold on to your children's phones, mobile phones and tablets for an entire time until, and then leave them, unleash the same tablets for them. Of course, you know, guided, but so unleash it for maybe two weeks in the holiday, and then take it back. Of course, you know that when you give a, a child a device, when you give children a device, make sure that it has parental parental coding. I'm a I'm 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 a device freak, like um, I'm a gadget freak. I love gadgets. Like. You don't understand. I'm the kind of person I don't window shop. Usually you would never see me walking through a boutique, see a lovely dress and I'm asking how much is this? No, but you would see me walk into a place where mobile phones are sold, where, um, mobile phones, where, uh, tablets, laptops, headphones are sold. And I'm asking questions and I probably will buy something out of it and come out I'm that kind of person. But my children do not touch my devices. I can put it on any surface in my house. My kids don't touch my phones. My Camilla, as little as she is, has understood that mama's phones are not, they're not toys. So when you start these things, they go a long way. as parents it can be hard to be everything for your kids really hard but please do better because hmm, becoming better is very very important do better please do better Back to the reason why we started this conversation. The article about the the mother whose child hit her went postal on that group, and I, of course, I dropped an opinion and I was like, "Is it possible the child? Have you thought maybe the child has special needs? Maybe the child has autism, or ADHD, or cerebral palsy? Have you thought about it?" And you know. I got comments, like people came under my comments and one particular man, this is not to knock my Muslim fans, but one particular man came under my comments and said, he's sure that the girl will be a very rude wife and a and a bad daughter-in-law. Oh, And I was like, okay, what are we saying and what are you saying? I was like, okay, she's three. Why are we talking about her marital status at three? It's all relevant. And this man was like, when I got, when I heard this, at least when I heard this, I felt a bit disgusted because I was like, she's three. That's, and that's who I am. She's three. Why are we having this conversation? She's three. And then, you know, when, when, when after that, I heard people use derogatory terms like, Unusual, not normal. They should be held. I said, they're not mentally disturbed. They're just special. They should be held and not allowed that even if the child had, you know, those, um, had a, a special needs trait or was on the spectrum, the child shouldn't have been allowed to hit someone else. Da, 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 da. da. And, you know, so I, I have people say things like, even if they, they are not normal children, What in your own, what in God's name, do you think quantifies a normal child? I've been very disappointed. Like, since I got that, since I got that, I've just been like, what? It's hard being a parent, particularly being a woman. In fact, it's harder being a woman with a son who is different or a daughter who is different because people want to justify the reasons why they want to treat your kid like your child the way they like. You see, this conversation of inclusion and tolerance, Nigeria, we haven't gotten it. It is far, far behind. And so, I would tell, I want to use this opportunity to tell mothers. Of children with special needs it's time to speak up nobody knows how it feels except for ourselves nobody knows how it feels so when someone comes attacking a child with special needs be very quick to stand up for that child because one day vile spiteful women and men like that will raise vile and spiteful children who have no tolerance for people, who have no love in their hearts. They will go into society, and your child that Grace had brought this far will meet them and get bullied if we do not make our voices heard and loud and heard. Advocacy isn't the job of one person. It's the job of every person. And I'm beginning to realize that the special needs community in Nigeria, we're very quiet. We don't want to ripple the waters. We're too sensitive. Oh, I don't want people to feel that I'm bringing... I'm going to put my son in your face. This holidays, we're going to the cinema. Sokorelli will most likely shout in the halls. Please bear with us. This holidays, we're going to the amusement park. This holidays, oh, we're going to have swimming classes. Get ready. I'm going to be that mom who is going to put my son right in your sensitive faces. They didn't ask to be born different. They are just different. I described my children. I described children with special needs as rainbows with a sprinkling of sunshine. They're not just rainbows. They don't just shine bright. They have a sprinkling of sunshine. I can't even read the normal comments. I actually do screenshots of it. I said I was going to read, but it's not worth it. I don't think I want to give relevance to people who don't know better. Do researches so you can be educated. Do researches to learn the words and terms not to use around children with special needs that can sound very offensive and derogatory. Use, please find the internet is not just to check on gossip. The internet is one of the vastest, the most, the vastest, uh, um, uh, what's it called now? The vastest information banks and bank in the world. Use it. Use it productively. You've been hearing about children with special needs. What is special needs? My podcast might not give you all of the information, so please use it. Find the information. I hope I've been able to get across to you as mothers, as fathers, as teachers, as educators, having a special needs child is not a crime. Please let's be mindful. The things we say, let's be mindful how we say them. The autism spectrum comes with a serious, it comes in degrees, and there are some degrees where the children are prone to slight shows of violence. It's not their fault. This morning, my son wanted my attention. Akuridi actually hit my arm. Can I ask you, when he hit my arm, I just turned and I was like, Akoriji, don't do that. Don't hit my arm. It hurts. He looked at me and he smiled. And then he came close to me and put his head on my shoulder. In a way, he understands that he had hurt me and he's trying to say sorry. This is important. God will help us. I had the privilege to speak with an amazing woman, a true Montessori practitioner yesterday. And, oh my God, I'm learning a lot. I hope this podcast has been able to help with information you might need. Please do research, do research, be kind, be a blessing to children with special needs. Love them extra hard. If you see my son or any other child with special needs, can you look beyond what you see physically? There's so much more beneath. There's this beauty that. God must have been taking his time when he put that love, kindness, that beauty inside of them. When you're verbally abusive, when your behavior is not nice towards them, you take a bit of that love out. You take it away. Thank you. I trust you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Please send in your comments. I would really like to hear from people. What do you think? Send in your comments. Send in a lot of things I'd like to hear. Thank you very much. Have a great day.